Hey, everybody. My name is Sherry Briggs, and welcome to the Relentless Pursuit podcast. And um, many of you uh, know already, but this podcast was started um, just around all the topics in my book. And there's a lot of different topics in there. And it's really, honestly, a big testimony of God's faithfulness. It's his story. And, you know, he is no respecter of persons and who he reveals himself to me and to others as who he is and who his character is, is who he is for everybody. So, you know, that book was written to cover so many different parts of my life and different trials and tribulations and ups and downs that we all face. And I really hope it's encouragement to everybody who reads it. Today, um, even though we are in the faith, we're talking about faith these last few um, episodes, we've been talking about faith. And this is actually a story of great faith. And it's also a story of sadness and grief. But I just couldn't help but want to share my dear brother's Virgil's story. Virgil is in my book. I wrote about him in chapter 15, A Thriving Bridge. And it was about, the chapter is about when Bridge of Hope was just beginning to boom. And it was taking on a new form. And it was just this beautiful, crazy, wild, holy experience with people coming to this little driveway um, and opening our shop and basically the community really creating what Bridge of Hope is today. It was just a massive, wild, yes, let's keep going with whatever this is. And it was the most beautiful, wild experience that it was, it was so beautiful and so crazy and um, chaotic in most holy way, if that makes sense. Um, I write about it a lot in my book. But anyway, God brought me um, a couple of amazing people, a few at that time. That was in 2008. Um, we were on 38th Street on a little driveway there in a tiny little shop. We had just gone there thinking we were going to be storing furniture. We didn't have any idea of what God was going to be doing, bringing the nations to this little tiny building and refugees from all over the world and families that had immigrated and come and and were living in City Heights. We had no idea what God was going to be doing, but it was awesome. And he brought me a few amazing key people to just walk alongside me at that time. And one uh, was Virgil. And um, so I'm going to talk about Virgil right now and what an amazing friend and hardworking, committed soul he was. So I met Virgil basically on the streets. Um, I was on the, we were there on a Saturday. And at that time I had um, Christine Shea working there. She'd come from my church to help me for a little bit. She was just an amazingly gifted woman that helped me kind of figure out what we were doing and organize things. I had my neighbor Carolina 
who'd come over and was kind of helping me or not kind of was really helping me sort through clothes and donations. And those were my two main um, right hand people that we were working together, just trying to figure out what we were doing. And one day this beautiful man, Virgil came walking down the street, literally looked like he was going to not make it another step as he was walking. And I was out there with a few friends, some friends from Uganda who I'd recently met and we saw him and we said, can we, can we pray for you? It was like, we were like, this man is desperate. And he's like, yes. And he fell to his knees on the driveway. And when we prayed for him and he had his hands lifted up to heaven, looking up, crying, sobbing. And just this hunger to come home, basically, he was weary and tired and beaten up. He was a crack cocaine addict. And he had, uh, his heart was not pumping, working right after years of addiction. He was broken. He was weary. He was tired. And he wanted to come home. And so that was the first time that I met him and I prayed over him. I actually prophesied. I felt like I had a words for him of life and hope and that God was calling him. And then after that, he began to come. Every time he'd see me pull up with my truck full of things, he'd show up there high, tired, sick, always so sick. He had congestive heart failure. But he said, I've got to do the Lord's work. I need to keep doing the Lord's work. See, he wanted to get clean. He wanted to be free. He was living outside behind the building. And he knew God's call on him. He knew this was not his destiny. He knew that this was not what he was supposed to be doing. And God had greater plans for him. And he loved Jesus. But he was in bondage. So he just kept coming every week, every week, or no, even like three, four times a week. And the Lord gave me such a heart for him. It was like, I knew Virgil is to be with you high or not. He is here. And I trusted him. I trusted him. You know, I've worked with a lot of people that have dealt with addiction and I know what goes along with it, but there was this thing with Virge where I just knew like he was to be there and he was my brother. And um, so anyway, we went through a radical couple of years where he I'd show up to bridge and he'd be waiting for me and he'd be almost gone and we'd have to go to the hospital. And he was just it he was just you know dealing with partial heart function and it was just a terrible thing. But after about two years of us, him just keep showing up saying I need to be doing the Lord's work and he keeps showing up and keeps showing up. And, and, and God was slowly just working on his heart. One day he came to me and said, I am going to put myself in the rescue mission and I am going to get clean and sober. And he did. He committed himself to a whole year program and became a changed man, not only spiritually and emotionally, but physically. He got a pacemaker. He began to care for his health. He began, he really engaged in the program. He did fantastic. And then when he graduated, we were at his graduation. Me and Christine were there and it was the most beautiful celebration of just this beautiful life of this man that had come 
through and was determined to keep walking. He was back in church. He was serving with me. He was on fire. And Virgil became just this man of, in our community, with Bridge of Hope, with the community at large, because he's now come back and leading these huge, massive uh, food distributions. And we call him our produce manager. I, we, I let him run those, all of that. I mean, I, I was just, you know, he was, he was with me. We were together. We had, we had walked and fought through the battle lines of addiction and, and just, you know, the devil's grip on him. And here he is, you know, so he's running things, getting stronger, people loving him, highly respected. And, you know, when you've got a guy who's been addicted to drugs most of his life and goes from people, you know, maybe not trusting you with a $5 bill to, Hey, here's the van. Here's the keys to the van. Here's the keys to the building. Here's the, you know, you are trusted. You are, you, you, I mean, we're talking, I didn't even think twice about that, you know, just what a radical radical miracle change and his church he became deacon of the year super super just highly loved cherished and respected so that was Virgil that was Virgil and Virgil worked with us for many years many 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 years and just just started at the very beginning and continued through all the growth and worked hard doing food distribution, running around getting food, running around with me, getting furniture, picking up furniture, doing everything that was needed and just always had a, just a heart to serve and, 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 and just continue to grow, just continue to grow. And then in, I think it was 2016, a year after my precious son died, or maybe it was 2017, one of his, well, his girlfriend at the time and one of our precious volunteers, she passed away. And that was just such a heavy, heavy thing that happened. His heart was broken. And, you know, grief is a very, very tricky thing. You know, it's a, it's, it's, it's so, it's, it's something so difficult to know how to navigate through. And sometimes, you know, we're not always know how to grieve or not always encouraged to grieve well, but grieving is so important. And I, I just think that that was such a difficult time for my dear beloved Virgil to handle that deep loss. And he struggled after that. There was some just heavy struggle in his heart and just reconciling all of that. And from that point on, you know, we, we didn't get to see Virgil as much. I mean, he was, he was kind of struggling in life and, and then starting to battle his own um, physical issues again. His pain come up against some heart stuff and some other health issues and was just struggling. And we would talk, you know, he'd come up to bridge, you know, periodically, we, we talk on the phone, we pray for him. He knew we were his family. We knew we were, we loved him. He always has a place with us, but he was going through some tough times and uh, began this last few months um, just going in and out of ICU again. He ended up with some more issues with his body and 
I just think too, I think he, his heart was sick. I think he got to a point where he was really in pain and it was a tough one for him to know how to fully navigate, like I said. So today, well, my, well let me back up. April 28th, uh, I got a call from Virgil. He left me a message. Sherry, I'm in ICU. Please call me. I love you and uh, called him back and we got to talk and he was struggling with his breath and um, told him I loved him and look forward to seeing him again soon when he gets out and healthy and and uh, that was the last time I talked to him. Today I got word that our beloved friend Virgil is now in heaven. And I guess I just wanted to share about his life because he taught us so many things and he was a dear friend, but he taught us so many things. You know, every time we'd get together and pray at bridge before we'd begin our day, he'd say, thank you, God, for waking me up another day. Thank you, God, um, for my for for forgiving my sins and I ask you forgive the sins I committed already today <laughs> his sweet simple prayers he loved God Virgil loved God Virgil loved people Virgil taught us so much about addiction about the fight of faith about perseverance and about his love for Jesus. Just the pure, simple, raw love for Jesus. He knew he had a savior. And there's a scripture that says, he, has been, he who has been forgiven much loves much. It just rings so true with Virgil that he knew how much Jesus loved him and accepted him and fought for him and never left his side, even though he battled addiction, even though maybe the world would push him aside or, or walk past him or, 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 or not see the person he is. He knew Jesus always did. And he was so grateful for that love. And so I just want to say that I couldn't, I don't know how to honor my dear beloved Virgil that has been my friend since 2008 who changed my life and taught me so many lessons, lessons about homelessness, lessons, like I said, about addiction, lessons about um, just the grace and love of God that's tireless and endless in spite of us. But I just wanted to say his name and I want people to know what a gift he was to Bridge of Hope and how hard he worked and how many hours he gave and his passion to do the Lord's work. I also wanted to say, because he can't hear these things that have been spoken on the posts that I shared about Virgil's passing on Facebook, but Things like Virgil was so special. Oh, I'm so sorry. He was a sweetheart. Such a hardworking person. And some of the others are 
Virgil was a blessing. This man was and continues to be serving alongside of him, continues to resonate in us in our church up here in Northern California. Pathway Church is definitely praying for the hearts of the Bridge of Hope family. And others would say, he, he is so special. They heard that word so many times. What a special, loving, kind person he was to me there. So thank you, Virgil. Well done, Virgil. Good and faithful servant, dear friend, and one who helped build, who worked hard to build Bridge of Hope for what it is today, to bless many lives. So thank you, dear brother. We love you. We miss you. And if any of you want to ask any questions or share anything about Virgil or even talk about those that you love that are battling addiction and just the just any areas that you want to talk about on from this podcast or any of the podcasts that we're sharing about these topics please feel free I've started a new Facebook page called Relentless Pursuit and I want to start talking about these things there and have people share whatever questions or even thoughts or things that they want prayer for. So please feel free to reach back out. And, oh, I'm going to touch on that. Faith. This is, this is, this podcast being included in the faith series. Faith. Virgil had faith. Virgil had true faith. He trusted God. He trusted God, even in his weakness, in his sin, in his addiction, he trusted God. And I experienced great faith, trusting God and seeing God at work through Virgil. And um, in my own life, my faith grew just walking alongside him. So thanks for listening and um, God bless you.